right, man. Uh, to avoid giving you a weak ass intro, man, just like tell me how you feeling right now. Ah, uh, bro, bro. Just woke up, as you can see. <laughs> uh, I'm feeling all right, bro. So, just feeling like the next human being trying to, you know, make it, survive. What about you, dog? Yeah, I've been, I've been, I feel great right now, bro. Uh, for let's. For those who don't know, I'm gonna give 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 some background. Um, no, we we went to middle school together, bro. Yeah, and yeah. Ulrich, Intermediate. You know, I wasn't. Yeah. I was. I was sent over there. I was supposed to go to KI, but they sent me. Uh, you of course were one of the realest dudes o- over there, man. I I wasn't having a good time, but I always knew you had a good heart heart out, bro. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it, but yeah. but nobody but nobody ain't gonna talk about how you grew out of your shell at the end of eighth grade at that dance. I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right, that was a simpler time. <laughs> All right, Yeah. And, like, yeah, so ever since we, we left middle school, you know, we, we kept in contact, though, but we we never, like, really got to see each, got, got the chance to see each other. That's how, that's how distance, that's how distant yeah. our, our communities are. Like, Ulrich is way far from my house. Like, the buses wouldn't even take me to Ulrich my grade year. That's how far Ulrich was from my house. Yeah, God. Yeah, so I had to be a. I had to go. I had my parents had, had to go pick me up my last year. So, but yeah, that's how. But yeah, it's it's great to you know finally finally uh get to see you and talk to you, man. Uh, all right, likewise. Yeah, with all this craziness, sorry I had to be through through Zoom. That's all good, bro. It's all good. All right, man. So, so let let's um. Let's go back down memory lane for a sec. Um, so, we we were both um, playing football at Ulrich. If I was if I wasn't mistaken, bro, you were like the strongest guy on the team. Like you were the only guy in eight. We in we were in eighth grade, bro. Meaning we were only 13, 14, something yeah. like that. And you yeah. were benching. You were benching two hundred plus pounds. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think I think, bro. I think if we go back and look look at that chart, I think your name is still gonna be up there. Yeah. Uh, I think it's been a year since I asked for that update. I think somebody beat me. I think I'm. I'm I think I'm still like third place though. I think I'm like third place. Uh, somebody beat that. <laughs> damn. That was that was a that was the dream team, bro. We had uh, y'all was eighteen went went under um what seven and one that last year. Winning yeah, history. yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think we only lost one, and that was criminal. Ooh, they were some boy monkeys, bro. They were they were dangerous. <laughs> yeah. I I was on C team while you were on A team, bro. I didn't, you know, it's it's tough, you know. Um, we we didn't win a game, but seeing y'all win, that was that was something else. But yeah, I, I I looking back with they y'all were some freak athletes of, of an A team. I don't. When 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 it was a uh, Ulrich versus Criminal for the uh, it was a it was a clash it was a clash of the unbeatens, bro. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, man, looking back, seeing kids that young be that athletic, bro, it was like it was something man, else. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. This year I was an active kid. That's all I can say. <laughs> bro, you you remember Day Day, bro? That yeah. Day. We were. I remember we ran forties, and he clocked in a four three. Yeah, bro, Danny was strangely fast for his age too, and, bro. Bro, and size, like, damn. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think he uh, still in sports. I think, um, I think he moved. 
You remember uh Modesta? Who? Modesta. Nah. Who was that? Oh, well, she she was she was part of the Latin crowd that everybody, you know, because the Latin crowd, they stuck together. But mm. all I know, I think last time I heard her and Day Day moved in together. I think I think it's I think it's hitting me. I think I kind of remember. I think I kind of remember. But damn, for real? Like it, it. <laughs> I had to step outside because everybody's still asleep. Alright, now what you say? Now it's kind of it's kind of coming back to me now. I think I remember, but I'm not clearly sure. I try to. I try to not like not think about it, uh, think oh, back yeah. to it too much. But yeah, bro, it's like, so so you went. What made you uh, quit football? F- quit football in its entirety uh, to 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 move to music. Oh, it's crazy you said that because that was like one of the saddest moments my little my older sister experienced. Like my mama, you feel me? When I told her the decision, you know she was for it because you know my mama was for my decisions as a man, but. My older sister, bro, she was, she wasn't with it because she saw something else I could do, and even even me, even I could see something else I could do because all I, at the time all I thought I was capable of was doing music, you feel me? But um, after you know getting to see how much time and how much dedication it takes, you feel me, to do high school football and eventually college football. I knew I wasn't gonna have time to do what I truly love. And um, also, not too many people know this, but I only played football in eighth grade because I was an angry child. Like, um, like, and it's crazy because I never played football. I never, I, the only sport you probably could have caught me being mostly interested in was boxing, you feel me? But yeah. back home, I went to a charter school. All we did was read do track and basketball, you feel me? So I wasn't even familiar with football, but um, you know, when I moved when I moved to Texas, I was just transitioning, you feel me, trying to switch my mindset. And I was an angry child, you know. The thought and suggestion of football came to me that eighth grade year. And let's just say it worked. <laughs> that position right there, all I had to do was just hit people. Oh yeah, I was that was a ticket time bomb, but I think after eighth grade and then freshman year, I calmed down and realized how further I could go with my music. You feel me? Um, that's what made me decide, like, you know, I'm not even going to do it this high school year. But, you know, but overall, it was because I just wasn't angry no more. You feel me? You know, football was fun. I enjoyed it. Don't get it twisted. It was, it was some of the best times of my life. But, you know, I knew I went in because I was just angry. And I had to get it out somehow because yeah, all my other outlets weren't helping me. So, so yeah. Yeah. That's uh that was really I could I could feel somewhat relate to what's how tough that choice is to make, bro. Cause um me personally I took I took the opposite uh route. Um I played the trumpet in middle school in my freshman year. Yeah. I kinda liked it but I didn't like, you know, it's not that I didn't like the 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 work that the to put in that, that I put into it. It's that I didn't like um, being told what to do and how to do it, and that's the only way I was gonna learn trumpet. But, right. Yeah. Like I don't want to be playing classical music and like 
all this um, and being upbeat and being uh, next to, in a, in a ensemble. I just want to I, I just want to play trumpet and and it got as soon as I hit high school it, it became less and less fun because of how it was made to be. I still love uh, playing trumpet. Uh, I haven't played in a while now, but you know, I, but yeah, I, I took um I, I decided to put the trumpet down and pick the pads up officially. Yeah. I don't think I don't think I was ever gonna be developed as a player, um, uh, to, uh, as a uh, as a football player, uh, playing trumpet at the same time. Plus, right. I like and like you said, I, I was also angry. I was, but my anger stemmed from stemmed from like what I like, like what I went through. I I went especially after three years of being outside of my community. Is like mm. you gotta you gotta understand, bro. Th- uh, Ulrich is a different world than and down like. Like I say, the further up you go, two forty nine, the less and less diverse it gets, and the less and less you you recognize. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, the further down you come, the the more I, the further down I go, the more I feel at home. Why? Yeah, it's like, so yeah, it's like that. Being, I was angry being being away from uh after being away from my community for too long, and then coming back here and like I I I I felt it was time for a change and like I just I I'm I'm gonna dedicate all my time to football until I until I get my my shit together and like it paid dividends I I really enjoyed enjoyed my time there. No 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 I definitely agree like that was part of the reason why I was angry I was just in you know unknown territory I was in you know what I mean like I was just in unknown territory all I knew was Flint you come all I knew was my neighborhood all I knew was I mean, Flint's so small, it's damn near a neighborhood, but, but I mean, like, yeah, I, like, I definitely agree. I was just, I was in a whole other world. I had a culture shock. I was like, bro, like, and plus, you know, when we left, it wasn't, a, okay, guys, we're going to go to Houston, Texas, and on this day, no, it was series of events that led to my mama be like, all right, I'm fed up, pack your clothes, pack the pictures off the wall, we driving. And we drove 21 hours nonstop all the way here. Like, Damn. like so yeah, I was angry. I felt like I I felt snatched out of my, my teenhood or whatever, you feel me, my adolescence, you feel me? I felt like it was an abrupt interruption, you feel me? I felt like, you feel me, um, all I knew. It's kind of it's kind of like you feel me when you know you're stuck in a position that you complacent in, and now you're forced to you feel me change, and you forced to you feel me walk. That's how I felt. I you know I was uncomfortable. I knew I had to catch up to society because the mindset I had as you know a child from Flint, you feel me, who done you know just regular stuff. You feel me? The whole city abandoned, and now I have to learn how to live in a civilization. You feel me with people. Who will report you just for you know walking around and sitting on top of you know the green generators? Like, like yeah, bro, I was angry. I couldn't do nothing here. <laughs> I couldn't do anything. But I understand. Yeah, it's hard to uh, it's hard to adapt to Houston when you're not from it. Um, I'm a fuck you going, bro. Yeah, it's it's hard to adapt to Houston if you're not from it. Uh, one thing I noticed here is that we this city is. Is diverse, but it's also a, a, a living example of white flight that they taught us in history class. You know, right. uh, black black people and uh, and Latinos moved into the to, to the city downtown. White people moved more into the suburbs. 
we live right. in the suburbs, but that's because we're, we're moving up. Like the further, like I said, the further you go down 249, the more uh, cultural it gets, more, the, the more black, more flavor in the food, you mm-hmm. know, all that. And the, why, that's why the woodlands is in the woods. It's just, it and it's primarily white. Like, right. like white, like I went to woodlands to see my sister play volleyball one time. Ah, these white people moved to the woods to get away from us. God, <laughs> you go, and like it's frustrating, bro. And like I say, it's like, it's like systemic racism still exists, and it's a prime. And I and I lived through that example, and I lived that example. Mm-hmm. Like I went to, um, like I, I told this story before. I went to the DPS here to get my my ID uh, when I was uh, fifteen. Mm-hmm. I went to the DPS in my community, just a five minute drive from here. Uh, right. I was when I was eighteen years old. I went to go register to vote, get my license. And it's closed. It, they closed the DMV in my Latino community. We know where I had to drive to to get get my 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 uh, 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 license and register to vote. I had to go to right next to Ulrich, Spring Cypress in the white community. Mm-hmm. Not only yeah. that, the DPS was bigger. It looked nicer. It looked more organized. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, here, using hand change at all, you know, right. Not, yeah. nothing nothing's changed bro and like you know we gotta and really we gotta fight to to preserve our community why definitely that, so that's yeah that's what that's what we're that's what we uh what sparked all this craziness you know it's like you know we we gotta fight to to, to bring a change and to bring a change for the better why bro and, and you know what i'm at such a point of it all to where like if you I know you keep up with my music. You know, I'm always quick to say the stuff that nobody don't want to talk about, but the fact that what's being spoken about is what no one wants to speak about is being spoken about right now. I'm just at a point where I feel like there's nothing there's nothing for me to say. It's all about what I'm finna do. You feel me? Like like and it's crazy because when um my man's uh, God bless his soul, my man's who was jogging when he died, um, I cannot think of his name. I must say his name. Can you say his name for me? Mar Aubrey. Yeah, yeah, my man. Yeah, Mar Aubrey, yeah. Um, when he uh, you know, got murdered, you feel me? It struck a song that I really wanted to uh write, but I don't have writer's black, but when I don't finish the song, it's always a reason. You feel me? And like when Floyd mm-hmm. got murdered, um, when Floyd got murdered, it was like there's no and then the response to that, there was no there was no reason, there was no song for me to like at that point, it wasn't even like a prayer that I could say. It was just like, we got to do something. And I'm so happy that, like, you feel me, we had a point of doing something. You feel me? Not saying that we haven't been doing anything, but it's to the point where it's in everybody's face. And now it ain't the elephant in the room. You feel me? Everybody talking about the elephant in the room, finally. You feel me? The elephant that, you know, minorities been dealing with all their life. You feel me? So, like, um, really, that's just how I feel about it all. You feel me? I don't. I can't say what's what we I can't say a right answer, I can't say a wrong answer because we're doing it trying to figure it out. You feel me? Like I don't think there's no song I can put out. You feel me? I don't think there's no song anybody can put out unless it's expressing their pain as they should, you feel me? But you know, like even this time period, I didn't I haven't even been feeling comfortable promoting any of my music, you feel me? I only been feeling comfortable promoting the movement, you feel me, what we gonna do next, you know what I mean, how we gonna, you know, keep our foots on their necks, you feel me, so like, 
that's just how I feel about it overall, man. It's like I'm at a point of like, what I'm finna do. We already said, I already said what I can say. Everybody already said what they can say. What what I'm finna do? What I'm finna, you know, pour into the movement? You feel me? Like what seed I'm finna plant? So yeah, it's 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 like it's like that in many ways. Um, no. You get to like you say you 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 say what nobody else wants wants to hear, but like you know it's like that it's like that in music it's like that in comedy that I'm a part of. I do a lot of I did a lot of joke writing during this you know just to keep keep me like because that's how I maintain you know I also right. like also I write poetry but problem with that is I I catch writer writer's block a lot and mm. that's so when I I, I got I found something else to, else to keep me busy. So right. if I if I'm not writing poetry, I'm writing um I'm writing jokes. If I'm not writing jokes, I'm listening. I'm listening to some. Right. Yeah. Just stay. You know, stay in that field. Yeah. Yeah. Like and I, the the reason the reason I joke right is because that's the reason. Same reason I started this podcast. I started this podcast. You know, to 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 be funny, to have a laugh with my friends. You know, invite yeah. them on here, and yeah. you know, just because you know, um, I have a sense of humor that I can't turn off, and like I think that's. That's what I, I feel like that's my gift and curse because that's mm-hmm. um, that's really why one one of the reasons I got picked on a lot uh, my whole life, especially um, up until eighth grade. What uh, I can't I couldn't shut up. I had a I always had to tell a joke. I always had to tell a story. I always had to be funny in some way because it, it, I can't turn it off. It's it's nothing. It's something mm-hmm. I can't explain. Ah, bro, I understand that, bro. And you know what, bro? And the crazy thing is, is that you always kept it yourself. You feel me? Like, like you spoke volumes in ways that you didn't even realize. But I felt it, bro. I felt the vibrations. Like, you feel me? Like, like I said, the eighth grade dance, bro. When you went wild, and I was like, oh yeah, he this elephant. <laughs> that's that's that. That's that. I done found myself, and I don't care what nobody say. You feel me? And I'm, I'm happy you stayed that way. You feel me? Like from like. And, like, it's crazy how the world works and how God works, bro. Because I would have never thought, you feel me, you would have even, like, started anything like this. Which I speak mad blessings on, bro. I hope this, I pray this podcast really just elevate in its own way. You feel me? Like, oh, yeah. Definitely. I remember, I, I remember some, a, a, a quote, something you told me. And, like, it was like, you know, I was, I was uh, texting you and you and you gave me some of the best advice uh, ever. And, and I still remember it to this day. It's probably, like, three years ago. It was some like, um, in order to fit in, like in order to fit in, you must put yourself in an empty space, and that's that's not something you you'd want to do. Something like that. <laughs> I remember that to this day. So that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. That sound like that sound like an analogy I'll make in the heat of the moment. That's crazy. That's 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 powerful, bro. That's powerful. So yeah, I appreci- <laughs> I appreciate that, bro. I appreciate that from you. I appreciate you it's like staying. Up. I appreciate appreciate you staying in contact with me uh throughout throughout all the years. But yeah, of course, you know, bro. Like you said, I always had to yeah, I always had to like, you know, stay stay true to myself. Hopefully this this grows cuz you know, it's it's something I, I like doing, you know. I, I I like completely start stop a quit, you know, doing doing other things to appease others and just do things that appease me like like no kidding, my my school would ever thought of me, of making a podcast. Nobody who gra- who I graduated with, and, uh, nobody like you know, just stay true to myself, do stuff I love, and you know, 
hopefully it all it all grows into something I can do. Like, all right. I, I always say this, like, like Jer- I, uh, I I learned this from Jerry Jerry Seinfeld. I would be happy if I was living in a studio apartment eating nothing but bread and water, but I could be doing comedy or doing podcasting or something I truly love. What? That's, that's real talk. Yeah, that's real talk. That's real talk. So that's speaking on you, speaking of creating, bro, like how are how are you doing? How are you doing with your with, with like with your music? How are things going? And you feel like things are 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 on on the up and up. Okay. Uh, overall, bro. I think I was just uh, <laughs> talking to myself about this. Uh, I think I'm just at a, um, I'm at a, uh, I'm at a marketing standstill. Like, like before COVID, just like anybody else plans, you know, I had, I had a whole routine. I had a whole plot that was just working in my favor. I'm talking like I was gonna be booked by the like end of the summer, from like February. You know what I mean? And um. And before I released my album, I was rehearsing it in my living room every day because I knew, you feel me, what I was going to do with that album, Love and Flood, you feel me? So um, after Corona, you feel me, kind of knocked me into a to a position, but I figured it out. But overall, right now, I'm just at a marketing standstill. Like, you feel me? Like, I'm running out of marketing ideas, you feel me? And I'm, um, like, you know. Just like any other independent artist, when it comes to their music, their podcast, their work, their art, you feel me? I'm, you know, they have these dry periods of like, all right, I'm finna put this out. You feel me? I can self-promote, post all I want, but you feel me? Like, what idea I got next or in store to like, you feel me? Let everybody know like, hey, this is what you need to listen to. This is what you can listen to. You feel me? But um, in that standpoint, I'm just indifferent about the overall, you feel me? It's straight. You know what I mean? Like I'm still making my money from it. You know what I mean? Here and there. Uh um this whole quarantine made me I'm sitting on like three EPs. I'm already working on my next album. Like <laughs> like I mean it made me work. Uh I was, you know, looking a blessing today. It made me work. I haven't locked down like this in a long time. But um, you know, so I'm just right now I'm just waiting. I'm just playing the waiting game waiting to see, waiting to find my opportunity, because that's just how I operate. I'm one of those, wait until I see the opportunity, you feel me, and if I take too long, then I'm going to make an opportunity. So that's just where I'm at. I'm at the waiting part. Yeah, it's like the, like the saying goes, uh, minor, minor setback for major comeback. Facts, definitely, definitely. Of course, yeah. you feel And I'm ready to come back. I'm talking like, <laughs> baby, <laughs> I'm talking like I'm ready to I'm ready to explode. You feel me? I'm ready to explode, bro. Yeah. Like one thing we gotta realize, life is full of set setbacks. It's, it's full of setbacks and you can't just you think like I was uh cursed with setbacks my whole life, you know. Um it's it's just the way it is and we gotta learn how to overcome it. Like I was always scared of, of doing a podcast, you know, I have a speech impediment, you know, and I have a lack of con- lack of concentration, you know. I always yeah. tend to always tend to fall in the moment, but you know, I, it got to it got to a point where I said, "Fuck it, man!" Like I'm exactly. tired of I'm tired exactly. I'm tired of yeah. just uh, fall, falling back, falling back, and falling back. Like man, I'm just bro. Um, as you should, bro. Like growing up, I had one of the worst speech impediments. I used to talk with my tongue like this, <laughs> like bro. I had I couldn't I couldn't pronounce it. 
I couldn't enunciate words, you feel me? I had a a, a middle a kind of minor st- a stutter problem, you feel me, you know? But like, yeah. like, bro, like, oh my goodness, like, if you would have heard how I used to speak when I was younger, you would have never thought I would want to be something that involves speaking. You feel me? Like, <laughs> like, like, yeah, bro, you get to a point where you be like, bro, I'm not finna, like, Cause I feel I feel bad for for the last episode. Cause I made a lo- I I had a lot of th- things to get off my chest last episode. I I I I I had you know and and like I was I was looking at the episode reviewing it and like shit I, I just kept stuttering saying um 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 over and over again. But like hopefully like you know it's some things to to get to, that I had to get past. But you know it, it's um it's you know just something. In the way, it's not really gonna st- stop me from stop me right. from doing it, cause I'm I'm tired of being like halted because I'm I'm scared of, you know, like I don't care if people watch this make fun of me. I don't even care if like they they like it or not. It's right. just, you know, if I can't be true to myself, who am I gonna be honest to? Like I can't look at myself in the mirror and like, it's like the like one one thing I, I was taught like when you when your head hits the pillow at night, what are you gonna re- what are you gonna regret more? Uh, getting up and being humiliated, or uh, or or think about, damn, I never done it. I could have been successful. I never, uh, or I never got to find out. So that's, that's one thing. Right, you, that's, so, that's one thing you always got to keep in mind. It's always man, like, look, that's that, that's so true, bro. I learned at an early age that the worst thing a man can ever have is regret. And ever since that, ever since I was told that, and I learned that, I don't. I don't, man, listen, I don't claim no type of regrets, bro. Every mistake, every bad decision I made, I did that. I own that. I'm going to live with that. I'm going to learn from it. I'm going to grow from it. You feel me? Like, I don't ever speak regret on anybody. You feel me? So, yeah, I'm glad you realized that, bro. Don't ever accept no regret in your life, bro. I would, I would, I would, I'd rather have a coffin filled with, you feel me? I did it. You know what I mean? And stuff they put in you so your body don't rot you feel me instead of regrets you feel me i i re, i refuse to have regret in this world Mm-mm. i got one i got one i got one life too less <laughs> you feel me yeah. i no no regrets if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it you feel me if i fall i'm gonna fall but i did it i tried you feel me yeah but, that's that's the ways like you know we um what I wanted to initially do was a stand-up comedy. I, I tried looking for open mic places, and, like, Houston has none, which yeah. in the area I live in, they have, like, nowhere. There's this one bar that allows open mic. You know, I try I try calling, see if, but I have to be 21 to get in, which kind of fucking, right. like, um, you know, angered me because I'm 18. I think I could, I could go almost anywhere I want, but, like, now, now right. I, can't, I, I can't even do the one thing I, I'm, I'm looking for. And you gonna find just, it, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna find it eventually. Um, yeah, I'm gonna find it eventually. I know it, but that's why I started this podcast. You know, I I wanted the opportunity to speak and fun to to speak, and you know, like I said, I started it to be funny. Uh, yeah. I was supposed to. I, I my last my senior year in high school, my senior year in high school, like during the around to to the end, it was like. You know, uh, there was this talent show or variety show, whatever the fuck, whatever you want to call it. And I was like, yeah. I should, I should do stand-up comedy. Um, I should, I should really do my stand-up. And like, I never, I never did it because I was too scared. But in in another way, again, I I felt like I wasn't ready. Like I wasn't 
you know, back then I wasn't writing jokes. I wasn't writing anything. I, I just thought I was going to get up there and, and goof off and like, and whatever happens, happens. But like, right. in a way, in some ways I regret it. In some ways I don't. I wasn't, uh, I don't regret it because I wasn't prepared. Uh, right now I've written like stuff that wouldn't have occurred to me back then. And like, uh, it would have been better off. Like, you know, I probably did save myself from humiliation, but then again, like it's it's an experience that that has to be had. Like Dave Chappelle, like Dave, like when Dave Chappelle started, he started at 14 years old. But like when Dave Chappelle right. started doing doing bigger in bigger venues, he said, uh, "Nobody yet." Like they always say, "Nobody ever kills the first time." Kill meaning the whole crowd laughs and they cheer. Yeah. Nobody ever kills the first time. Dave Chappelle, uh, they they usually fail until they get it. Dave Chappelle killed the first time. Then the next 11 times he failed and failed and failed. He bombed and bombed and bombed uh, until it wasn't a, in, until like he got older. And the, the you have to you have to you have to fail in order to to, to be successful. Otherwise, you're not you're never going to be you're never going to be you know as great as you want to be. Of course, and that's and that's and that's real talk. That's real talk. And I bet you that man don't regret none of them fails. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Probably felt probably felt terrible. You feel me? Probably felt like, you know, what the hell I'm finna do with my life, bro. I don't like this, you feel me? But you know, he ain't stopped. And that's all and that's all I try to pour into people, you feel me? And at least the ones who don't understand why I do what I do and why I'm so hell bent on it. Because I ain't gonna front to um to anybody, especially anybody older, you feel me? You know, my my career choice, bro, is scary as hell for him. It's something that's uncertain from, you know, I'm like, I'm dead ass playing Russian roulette with my life, you feel me? Because you feel like, I don't pour in, I don't have a plan B, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I can make one, of course, you feel me? I have thoughts, you feel me? But I know the type of energy I will pour into it, you know what I mean? It's like, I was always, somebody was always in my ear growing up telling me about a plan B, but all I kept thinking about was my, like, you feel me? What if my plan A work? You feel me? Like, what if? You know what I mean? Like, and if it don't, that's on me. I'm man enough to, you feel me, be accountable, be like, you know what, it just didn't work, all right, you feel me? Now I'm going to just have to play catch-up. Hey, story of my life, you feel me? But it's cool, you know what I mean? But that what if, what if I did, you know what I mean? What if my plan A do work, you feel me? How would that, How I always think about how it would make that person who felt like it would have never worked felt, you feel me? Like, will it spark something that died in them that make them think like, okay, Maybe I can do what I've been wanting to do all my life, you feel me? Or like, you feel me, or will it like, you know, rub them wrong because now they feel offended for themselves, you feel me? Like, well, you know, if he, that little nigga can do it, you know, you know, how come I couldn't do it, you feel me? Might get better, I don't know. However you brought up, however you operate, I don't know, that's between you and God. But I just want to be the biggest example of life. I just want to show people that you can live, you know, like, as somebody who survived Flint, Michigan, bro, survival has been my entire life, you feel me? And anybody can say that, you feel me? It's, it's a lot of people in, in this country that's just surviving, you feel me? But I don't want to do that. You feel me? I want to live, you feel me? Like, that's what I fight for. I fight to live every day, you know? I'm from Flint. I, I can survive. I can survive. That's second nature. You can survive with nothing. But living, that's that's the work. That's the work I want to put in to do, you feel me? Because... All this life, all this earth, all this water, and you telling me I'm, I'm supposed to be stuck here and worrying about my bills, you know what I mean, worrying about, you feel me, stressing and worrying and having paranoia about, you know, when I'm going to lose my life. Nah, bro, 
forget that. I'm finna live, bro. Shit. I ain't, I ain't saying I'm finna run into the bullet, but if I hit the crossfires, hey, at least I, I died doing something I knew what I was doing. And I was living to the fullest, you feel me? But most definitely. Most yeah. definitely. So, yeah. No way. Yeah. That. Like, I, you know, if I die young, I'd rather, like, like yeah, life is unpredictable as we as we come to learn. Like, the older you get, you know, life is unpredictable. It can at any moment. I'd rather die, you know, with you know, actually some certainty of the future. I'd rather die, um, everyone wants to die, everyone wants to die old, but like nobody gets to die, you know, a young legend. Tupac, uh, Tupac died, you know, and he's considered the greatest ever because we know he was gonna be great. Biggie died, he, we know he was gonna be great. Um, uh, Patrice O'Neal, Bernie Mac, they died, and we knew they were gonna be great in the future. But right. it's better, like, what if like, Tupac just became, you know, a crack dealer and got and got killed. Then we never knew what it, uh, what it, what, it, what how great it would what? be. What if um what if Bernie Mac just uh, worked at McDonald's his whole life, or what if uh, Patrice O'Neal took that fo- football scholarship and and and, 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 died and like just became unknown when his when when his career was over. Like so, I rather if I die, if I were to die young, bro, that's some like we gotta make a decision you know either just uh put an example forth of what you what you were always capable of or let up like i rather i rather people say you know i rather people say oh he could have he like he was uh aiming for big 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 things he was you know aiming for big heights and he was gonna do so uh, he was gonna do, do so much in his future and I'd rather have that than like saying, "Oh well, uh, it's it's sad to to see see this, sad to see him gone." You know, he didn't, and not do anything. You know. Yeah, I have a, I have a, I have a vision, bro. Um, you know, like like I said, life isn't guaranteed, and like my my funeral plays and like at my funeral and. And while I'm there, like people are watching, are watching this, are watching, reading my my poetry, or watching this podcast, and like being my words will. That's when that's when you seriously your words live forever. Right. That's when we look back and like, what was he like? What was he really trying to tell us? Where was he? Because he can't tell us no more. Right. He can't. T- he can't he can't tell us no more. He can't. What? So what did? What has he told us? What? What has he tried to give us? And right. do we take it for granted? That's real talk. Flat yeah. out. It's. But of course, you know, we gotta, you know, play play with the cards we're dealt with. You know, it's yeah. that's the way life is, man. Hey, listen, man. I appreciate you coming on here doing this, man. It's great to, okay. to finally. It's great to finally see you and talk to you, man. And of course, bro. Likewise, dog. I love what you're doing, bro. Like I said, blessings on the entire podcast, bro. And I love to come back. You feel me? If you got anything else you just want to get out of me, bro, this definitely won't be my uh, last time. Yeah, most 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 definitely, man. Anything anything you wanna wanna say before we 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 wrap this up? I'll just end it off. Uh, I'll just say this. Everybody got a relationship with God. Just everybody relationship with God ain't good. That's the only thing that's on my heart right now. Hey, man, I appreciate you doing this, man. 
Word up. I appreciate you too, bro. You stay safe, man.